Hey, welcome back to Vintage Weights PGH. My name is Rob, and I'm going to tell you the truth in terms of my opinion on should you use Vintage Weights or not. Now, clearly, my handle is Vintage Weights PGH. Just about all of my videos have to do with Vintage Weights and strength history, physical culture, so I'm biased in this. But I think if you spend a couple minutes and you listen to this, you will either figure out that, yeah, you do want to obtain some vintage weights. They would be good for you in your home gym. Or, nah, it's not really for you. And that's okay. You can still subscribe. You can still like and comment and be a part of the vintage weights community and be a part of my channel, Vintage Weights PGH because you like the history of it and you enjoy finding out where the things in your home gym came from without actually using them. I have no room in my life for snobbery or looking down on people thinking that my way is the only way because it's not. So that's completely fine with me. I will still really enjoy chatting with you about physical culture, chatting with you about strength history, even if you're lifting with bumpers. So that's my first thing. As far as vintage weights are concerned, equipment, that's a whole nother video. Yes, no, maybe so when it comes to vintage equipment. Barbells, uh, the name of the game these days in 2023 is knurling for the most part when it comes to a lot of barbells. So vintage barbells, there's very few that have good knurling, probably not for most people. So that brings us to weight plates for the most part. There's some really cool smaller items and things that you might want to pick up, but for most people, where they would get into vintage weights would be with weight plates. So are the weight plates that were made before you were born good for you to use? Not if you like bumpers. If you love bumpers, if that's just your everyday bread and butter, you're one of those Olympic lifters that just loves dropping your weights onto your platform. You're one of those really quiet, I lift in the early morning and you know, my family, it's like the princess and the pea. My family might wake up. Well, I lift early in the morning and I clang and bang and my family doesn't wake up because I lift in the basement and they're three floors up on the second level of my house, which basement, first floor, second floor. So they don't wake up. That and I use crash pads. I try not to drop my weights. I try not to drop my deadlifts. I mean, with older weights, you don't want to drop your deadlifts anyway. You're going to crack them or chip them or break them. And I've done that. It wasn't a deadlift. <coughs> Excuse me. I had some 25 pound deep dish on my strongman log. I dropped it on a crash pad. And even on a crash pad at a tilted angle, they cracked. So, and not they, one of them cracked. That brings me to whether you want vintage weights or not. Bumpers, if you're in love with bumpers, then maybe you don't want vintage weights. Maybe you just want like one cool pair that you'll bench press with. Maybe you just want you know, a couple standard plates or something on a curl bar. But if you love bumpers, then you're probably not gonna use your vast collection that you might amass of older weight plates. And gyms shouldn't be museums. They should be gyms. You should use 
weights. Weights are meant to be used. So what I'm getting at is, in my opinion, don't just decorate. Ugh. Nothing makes me more annoyed, and I will. I know I just said like a minute ago, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm such a fair person, and I won't look down on anyone. Well, let me uh, prove myself to be a liar in that respect. The one entity I will look down on, the one group of vintage weights people that oh, rub me the wrong way would be the decorators and the museum curators. If you are just hanging stuff on the wall and it never comes off of the wall and onto the barbell, that annoys me because I want to lift it. Weights, it's, I know I'm personifying them, but weights are meant to be lifted. They are meant to be used. So please don't just decorate. I've got weights hanging all over my walls, but they're constantly coming off and onto the barbell. They're constantly getting used. And I'm no like competitive, amazing elite lifter. I am an average, maybe even below average lifter. Just a husband and father lifting in his basement in the morning before his family wakes up. But I use them all. Because if you consistently use your home gym, then why not use the weights that you own? Why would you buy some old pair of weights and just let them sit in the corner like, oh, look at those. So, please, no museums, just gyms, places where you work out. Now let's get into, okay, you do like iron. You like that clang, that bang of iron. You like the feel of iron because it's science, right? Iron is heavier than rubber. So it's, if you want to lift heavy weights, you got to lift iron, not bumpers. I'm just kidding. I know that they weigh the same most times, but actually they might not. So that's where vintage weights might not be for you. Here's the point with weight tolerance. A lot of people knock and put down old weights because they say, oh, they're, you should weigh that. It, it doesn't weigh what it says. And they're mostly right. But what they overlook as they load up their generic standard barbell iron plates or they load up their low quality like cap or fitness gear plates is that they also don't weigh what they say most times. There's no, to my knowledge, weight tolerance guarantee on a lot of generic plates and even worse when it comes to older generic plates. There's a reason they were generic plates. Some lower quality and less costly plates of old would even say that. Like, if you watch my unbranded deep dish, the skinny script video, I read the ad that ran in Iron Man where they actually state that, you know, this is not a machined plate. There may be weight differences. Just putting it out there that, like, this is low quality. Now, they don't do that. You have to really get down into the fine print to see, like, okay, did they machine them at all? Are they lathe? Anything like that that might help when it comes to the accuracy? And I can answer that for you. If you bought it at a big box store, probably not. So you need to figure out in your mind, if you're trying to decide whether to go vintage weights or not, how much money are you going to spend or how much of your time and effort tracking down 
old weights are you going to spend if it really matters to you that they are accurate? Meaning, if it doesn't matter to you that they are accurate and you're just going to go get some micro gains plates like I have and even it out, that's what I do right now. I take a metallic Sharpie, I weigh my plates on my Accutech scale. Link in description. If you don't have a scale, you can use it for lots of different purposes in your home gym other than just weighing your weights. Pick up a scale, use my link, it helps the channel. Thanks, Waze. I mark them on the back with the weight, like 44.5 or 43.6. And then, to the best of my ability, with my half-pound microgains, my quarter-pound microgains, and my one-pounders, I even it out. If that would annoy you, and you don't want to live in pretend land, like a lot of lifters, and just pretend that they're 45, then your only options are to pay more money for a machined weight plate like Strengthco makes really good quality weight plates that are given a high tolerance, or I guess a low tolerance, I should say. They're, I'll double check after I get home from this weight pickup, but they're within 2%, I'm pretty sure. And Grant and the Strength Co, man, they do a nice job from everything I've heard. I haven't gotten my hands on any Strength Co yet. Well, I, I did briefly at Home Gym Con. I kind of looked at some, but they're a sharp looking plate, a good looking plate, and they are very accurate. Weighted out, if you want something really thin, weighted out, solid steel, and now they have thin cast iron. They have great tolerances as well but the cost that comes with those is way higher than if you just go to like Dick's Sporting Goods and pick up a 300 pound set of weights. So you gotta make that choice in your mind. Are you gonna spend more money for machined, or I didn't even mention calibrated because they're sky high. So there are calibrated discs, calibrated weights. If you look at Rogue, for example, that have the little inset that keeps them perfect well, if you really want to spend a lot of money, get calibrated. Now, can you find them on the used market? Can you find some strength go? Can you find some weighted out, some calibrated? Yeah, you can. But if you're looking on the used market for accurate, what vintage weights would be that accurate? Well, the super, super rare ones for the most part, if you're talking deep dish. So that's where I have my best advice is for you. If you're wanting really, really accurate plates and you don't want to pay the money for those newer accurate plates, then deep dish isn't the way for you. Because the only deep dish, to my knowledge, that are super accurate are very, very rare. So my York deep dish, for example, they are almost spot on the money, 45 pounds. And when I asked people recently, hey, how, how, how off are your York deep dish? They weren't off hardly at all. I think the absolute worst that I heard for the same generation I had was right around 44 pounds, which is still within 2%. So York deep dish, very hard to find, but accurate. Jackson's even harder to find, even more expensive, but accurate. So my point being, milled Yorks. Milled Yorks are 
pretty darn accurate because they're milled on the back and they were produced so much more than deep dish Yorks and they came after deep dish Yorks. So milled Yorks are your entry point for accurate vintage weights. There's a reason why the no wine cellar is filled with milled Yorks because it's a really economical way Hi, Keith, to find old weights that are pretty accurate. That's the second point when it comes to things. So you've chosen iron, you've made decisions when it comes to accuracy. So then you may have jumped off by this point, either listening to the video or deciding, no, I don't want vintage weights, but here's one last reason why you might want some. If you live in pretend land, meaning you don't weigh your weights, you never used my link for a scale and got one, and you like to just pretend that it says 45, so it's 45. There's a large truck next to me, apologies. If you live in pretend land, you can keep living in pretend land even more because you can get a lot of old deep dish and you can keep pretending that they weigh 45 pounds. And the reason why you might like that is that deep dish are so comfortable compared to thinner modern plates. And I know a lot of companies are making deep dish now. Those are comfortable and you can find some of those on the used market. Recently, when Rogue put out the Arnold edition of their deep dish with the silhouette of Arnold Schwarzenegger on it, I looked at my Facebook marketplace and within days there were like an influx of people selling off their rogue deep dish that didn't have the Arnold silhouette on it. So you can find modern deep dish. You can also find, and I have other videos giving advice on how to do so. Make sure you follow the playlist at the end of this video and you'll see what I mean. The how to collect vintage weights videos will give you advice how to find other deep dish. And I have plenty of reviews on deep dish plates, Shizzler, Billard, International, um, Skinny Scripts that are very economical. All the ones I just named are not that rare. They're not like super rare Jackson or Weeder Crosshub or, you know, Gibson plates. They are pretty easy to find in most parts of the country. And they have that awesome wonderful, comfortable, deep dish design. Once you go deep dish, it is so remarkably tough to go back to thinner plates. Like I generally at this point only use my milled York and my USAs and my Thors. Those are my three thinner powerlifting plates, if you will. Yeah, those are the only ones I have right now. I have Milled York, USA, Pit Barbell USA, and I have Thors. And I pretty much only use them for deadlifts. That's it. And on deadlift day, when I grab them, oh my gosh, they almost fall out of my hands. I'm not even used to grabbing something like that because I'm so used to deep dish. And I love deep dish. So there are days where I will deadlift with deep dish anyway because I just don't want to touch the others. So why do I keep them around? Well, because I love those three. 
those three have such a cool history and I love them. And I do use them for a lot of different things besides that. A lot of grip stuff. I'll load them up on my loading pin because I don't want to have something slip out of my hands doing grip work and crack a deep dish plate. So I use them for a lot of grip work. And then also on my loading pin on my surplus strength UPS, which no affiliation. I just love that thing. If you don't have a UPS or know what it is and you want a pulley system, go check out surplus strength for UPS. Off topic, but oh my gosh, I love that thing. So I use a lot of my thinner vintage plates on my UPS. So that would be the third and final reason why you want to get into it. And actually not final, there's one last one, and it's a quick one. You might want to, for any of the above reasons, because you want cast iron, because you want something in terms of weight and you want deep dish, but also because you appreciate, and this is probably the most important one for me, you appreciate the history. You think it is cool that you are lifting with something that someone lifted with 50 years ago that a company made in the United States 70 years ago, 80, 100 years ago. Well, 100's pushing it, but you like the history of it. Maybe it's from your hometown. My Power Master deep dish say Monroeville and have a Pittsburgh zip code on it. Monroeville's a part of Pittsburgh, and I think that's awesome. My USA plates were made by Pitt Barbell in Pittsburgh. I love that. That's one of the reasons I'm gonna keep them forever. So maybe this plate was made near you in your hometown. Maybe there's nostalgia. Maybe you lifted with these. Thanks, Waze. I'm heading to Grove City, if you can't tell. So maybe, as I was saying before Waze interrupted me, Maybe you just have nostalgia. You lifted with this particular type of plates. You had milled Yorks in your high school gym. You had, you know, a certain deep dish. Your parents had it in their home gym and would lift with them. And now you want to get them back. You want to set up a home gym of your own that has the same. So maybe there's nostalgia. And even not, I mean, most of my weights are older than me. I just like the history of it. I like that weights tell a story and I like finding out that story because when it comes down to it, old weights, new gains. Check out the comment section. Drop a comment with your thoughts on all of these topics. I appreciate you watching and listening. This was a good one just to listen to. Please have a great weekend. Get out there on the road and find some old weights like I am right now. I appreciate you. That's a Ted Lasso comment. <laughs>